1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is such a pleasure to be with you each and every Sunday. Whether it's with Ray or this Sunday, we have a very special treat. Uh, Peter Lance is going to be the host of the show. And, Peter, you know how I feel. It's always a pleasure being with you. Same here, Phil. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. everyone. We also have another special guest in studio. Uh, attorney Michael Coleman is here with us. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning, Michael. I'll say this is the first time I've done a show without Ray. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. My we, first we time can... without my father and. Uh, probably a year or two at least. Okay, yeah. so you've done this before. That's good. <laughs> but it's been a while. I don't have any uh, Mark Twain quotes or... Oh, no quotes. <laughs> what are we going to do? I know. Well, I've, oh, the... I've got quotes. I just don't oh, have okay. any uh, right. Greek uh, oh, philosopher no. quotes or Mark Twain. Nothing from Anonymous today? To me. <laughs> we'll do enough Socrates and Plato. <laughs> and I love the way he says, Anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> Well, Good morning. Ray cannot be here, unfortunately, but we're happy to fill in and fill his uh, very large shoes this morning. So good morning, everyone, and welcome to Money Wise. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. Uh, we planned on talking about money-saving tips and ways to save money, both uh, in your personal life, with your business life, and everywhere in between. Uh, but we're also going to talk about uh, Hurricane Harvey and the devastating effects that it is and has taken uh, all over uh, Texas and Louisiana and other parts of the of the South. So uh, we're going to start talking about that first, and then we'll get into some of the money-saving tips. We have a, a lot to talk about in that regard. And uh, do we start there, or where would you like to start, Peter? Uh, well, I guess first I can say that uh, MoneyWise is brought by USA Wealth Group each and every week. Uh, we're located on Fonts Corner Road, and the construction, I promise, is almost done. It's actually a lot easier to travel now. The barrels are gone, all lanes are open, but they still haven't put that top coat on. So there's some exposed uh, utilities that, you know, you sort of pop over, and and uh, right. I keep saying, when are they going to put the top coat on? But yeah. it's coming. <laughs> and the phone number for USA Wealth Group is 508-998-8858. Right. And you can reach Lance Law at 508-998-8800 if you want to talk to me or Attorney Tenny Lance about any legal issues. Thanks, Mike. And Every single week we get told by someone that they are a regular listener to the show and we always thank you for your uh, loyalty and for listening each and every week. And we have copies of each and every show both online and we can also mail you a copy of a CD if you would ever like a copy of this show or any other shows in the five plus years that we've been doing this. I actually just had someone call in yesterday. Uh, they're a listener to the show, and I guess a lot of times on here we'll say, if you have any questions, feel free to call the office. Yeah. <laughs> so this woman called, said she listens to the show, and that we said she could call with any questions. So she did. She called up and asked some questions about Social Security. So oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 And it is true, folks. Uh, call the number anytime you have a request for any kind of question, and they're here to help you out. Yeah, and some people are surprised by that. They say, oh, they said I could call, so I'm calling. Is that okay? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Although I will say if it's a complicated issue, we'd rather meet with you in person than sure. just talk about it over the phone. But feel free to call anyway. 
Yep. Nice folks, friendly folks. What are we going to be talking about this morning? Uh, I'm going to give just a little bit of uh, information. We'll probably talk about this at the top of the show as well as uh, at least part of the second half of the show just to remind people to give, give, give anything that you can do to help. Um, I mean, it's all over. I, I, I'm recently back on Facebook. I took a hiatus for a while, but I'm back on and I'm seeing just – one of the things that I loved about Facebook, which is people reaching out to people who live down in that area, asking if they're okay. Uh, other people who are posting things saying that Anheuser-Busch has stopped canning all beer and is now putting water into those cans yes. of Budweiser and Bud Light and shipping that down to uh, Louisiana and, mm -hmm. and Houston. Uh, so there's really wonderful things out there, and it sort of reminds you that there is a lot of good in this world, even though it doesn't seem like it at times. There really is. Yeah. And we're actually, the law firm is members of the American Academy of Estate Planning Attorneys, so we have attorneys all throughout the country. And yesterday we got an e or last week we got an email about um, updates on how the attorneys down in Houston are doing. So some of them had to close their offices, some were flooded, some are working from home. Um, so it's good to know that the American Academy is keeping up with their attorneys as well. Interesting. That's great. Uh, so basically, I, I just sort of preface why you should be giving and why you should be charitable, and I really urge you to do so. However, I caution you, there are a lot of scams out there. Uh, there's already been warnings on the news about people giving to uh, so-called charitable organizations that are actually pocketing the money for themselves. So... Please be cautious with who you donate to, where you donate. Um, I'm going to recommend three, and that's really all I can recommend because I didn't do research on any others, but Salvation Army is always a great place to donate. Yes. Uh, you can do that online at helpsalvationarmy.org or by calling 1-800-SAL-ARMY or by texting STORM, S-T-O-R-M, to 515. Five five five, and you can actually see how your donations are being put to use by doing that. Can I add one more to the Salvation Army? We had some listeners last week who don't text, who don't mm -hmm. uh, go on the computer, right? And so uh, the woman said, "I want to send in a check. Is there, a, you know, a snail mail address I can do so?" And mm -hmm. there is. You simply make out the check to the Salvation Army. P.O. Box 1959, Atlanta, Georgia, 03031. And just on the check, put down Harvey Disaster. Mm, that's wonderful, and that's excellent that you've memorized that as well. Uh, no, I mean, it's it's great. It's a great thing to, to have out there and be able to tell people right yeah. away. Some of our listeners, uh, you know, they, they don't have computers. Right, right. yeah. A little older and yeah. want to do things exactly. the old-fashioned way. That's right. fine. Yeah. Any way to give is wonderful, even if it's just $5. It all helps. And I'll go yeah. into some of the details about really what has happened down in Texas. And the numbers are probably going to shock you, even if you've been watching the news and following, you know, along closely with what's been, been happening. Uh, the Red Cross is another organization that I can recommend donating to. Uh, you can donate online at redcross.org or by calling 1-800-RED-CROSS by texting the word HARVEY, H-A-R-V-E-Y, to 90999. Now, I'll caution you with this one. If you 
text the word Harvey to 90999, it's automatically going to uh, uh, donate $10. Whereas with the um, Salvation Army, it'll ask you how much you want to donate. Um, unfortunately, I do not have a, a address if you want to send a check, but please, if you want to send a check, do what uh, Phil just suggested with the Salvation Army. Uh, the last organization that I could recommend is an organization that the Patriots um, there's been a lot of sports teams that have come out and a lot of sports players. I actually read something, and I'll tell you in a minute, I'm, I'm sort of digressing here, but the last of the three organizations that I can recommend is the United Way of Greater Houston Flood Relief Fund. So again, the United Way of Greater Houston. Um, and both the Texans and the Patriots have each pledged $1 million towards relief efforts. So if you donate to um, the United Way of Greater Houston, both the Texans and the Patriots are going to match your donation up to a million dollars each. That's wonderful. That is. That's mm. amazing. I know there are some celebrities out there that have donated as well. I heard Sandra Bullock gave a million dollars, amazingly, and I think the Kardashians gave 500000 So, mm. you know, people oh. are stepping up all over the place. Now don't you get me liking the Kardashians <laughs> in any way. Come on. But that is very great of them. It I did is, not know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I've spent years bashing the Kardashians, and now I have to feel something towards them. That's right. <laughs> You're not alone, but it was a nice gesture. Um uh, there was uh, what's I can't remember his first name for some reason. Uh, last name Green, the former Celtics player. Why can't I remember his name? Green. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it. Um, yeah. It's not Al Green. <laughs> <laughs> he went down to Houston and was uh, encouraging people. He was driving through in a big truck, encouraging people who had boats in their yards to go with him and try to help save people. Oh wow! And uh, so you know, there's a lot of celebrities that are doing their part to mm -hmm. to help out. Yes. Um, let me just get into a quote here. Yes, I am going to have a quote. Every charitable act is a stepping stone towards heaven. And that was Henry Ward Beecher. I like Very that. Very nice, yeah. Yep, yep. Absolutely. So, again, you've seen the devastation on the news. You've heard about it here at WBSM. Uh, but this hurricane is really one of the most devastating in number of years. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen anything like this. It's going to cost tens of billions of dollars. Uh, and unfortunately, 80% of the people in Houston and the surrounding area are without flood insurance. Mm -hmm. um, so not only is that devastating to uh, all of those people, and we'll get more into detail on that in a minute, but it's also probably going to make insurance rates, especially flood insurance uh, rates, rise in other parts of the country. The last time we saw something like this, I don't even remember when it was. It must have been at least 10 years ago, 15 years yeah. ago. There was a Sandy, right? In, in Florida, the one that hit Florida that oh. raised insurance rates throughout the entire country. That just was because. Bob, I think, way was back it? when. Bob was up here. That was in 92 up that here. That was 92 up here. Yeah, but yeah. I know Katrina must have had a, a serious effect on rates, too. Sure. Yeah. 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 So this is going to affect the entire economy, the entire country, um, and your insurance rates. But obviously we feel most for those people who um, might not be able to rebuild at all uh, or do it with great expense to them personally. Uh, Houston, believe it or not, is actually America's fourth largest city, and it has a, a population of 2.3 million residents. That's just the city of Houston, never mind all the people around Houston. Um, I was on CNN.com Wednesday of this past week, and they had before and after pictures, 
And I've never seen anything like it with floodwaters this high. No, it's amazing. I know they said the what, 50 inches of rain. I mean, yeah. they say what an inch of rain is equal to a foot of snow. Is that That's true? Right. So, yeah. yes. if this had been a snowstorm, they're looking at 50 feet of snow. And you know what they're this saying is, is 50 inches, Michael, uh, was going to be you know a, a flood of 800 to a thousand years. All right. Wow. If it gets 60 inches, it is a flood of a billion years, My one billion years. So you know, I, I heard on the radio recently that uh, Seattle recently hit a record for rainfall for a, a year, and that was 48 inches for Seattle. For a year, yeah. For that a was whole a year. year. Yeah. Over a year's time. Yeah. So I guess what happened is the storm just stalled right over Houston, and it just kept... Stalled, and then it went back out, and then it came back in for a second approach. That's awful. It's terrible. So please give, 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 and if you have any questions, we're going to talk about where to give again in the second half of the show, so please listen close for that. Uh, But again, you can call our office, and we'll tell you where you can give. And you know what? Here's another idea for you. If you don't want to... Uh, give online or give over the phone and you don't remember the address of where to mail it to stop by our office give us five bucks cash ten bucks cash we'll make sure it gets to the right people there you go um so unfortunately uh houston's middle class homeowners are unlikely to have the savings or insurance to rebuild and i'm unfortunately that's going to have devastating consequences for years and years to come and I know you're in insurance, obviously, and my dad's in insurance, too. And we have, we were having a discussion recently about um, flood insurance. And he feels that people, almost everyone, should have flood insurance. Um, I don't know how expensive it is. I know it's much more expensive when you're in a floodplain. Obviously, that's when you need uh, right. flood insurance. But look at all these people. 80% of these people didn't have any flood insurance. Yep. But how I'll many... tell you why. It, Houston's inland, mm-hmm. so nobody would think that they're going to get flooded. Right. Nobody thinks that the hurricane brings the rain to them. Right, yep. right. That's awful. You know, yeah, that's quite a bit inland, too, aren't they? Isn't yeah. it like 100 miles or so? Sure. At least? It's like saying uh, Worcester. You know, folks around Worcester need flood insurance. Right. Say, yeah. For what? It does. I know. But, I mean, if you look at the cost of it, yes. you know, what is it, 500 a year you have here? I mean, I think that's worth it to save, to save a house what Absolutely. you've worked for forever. And some companies, uh, if you have a homeowner's policy with them, like Mike was just saying, if you're in the floodplain, they require you to have flood insurance. Yeah. And, you know, it's only smart. So I was wondering that here around the South Coast, is it uh, mandatory to have flood insurance? With certain companies, not with all. Uh, there's actually, um, and, and I'm not looking to do any kind of a promotional thing at all, but there's uh, usually only some companies that if you're within a certain um distance to the coast uh my old company that i worked with in the past it was 1.1 miles from the coast any uh coastal area whether that be a you know westport river or uh ponagansett harbor um if it was within 1.1 miles you uh could not be insured by this company you had to go with the mass fair plan or another company which was few and far between uh, that liked coastal properties there's a new company that likes that they don't require you to have flood insurance um, and they, they're gobbling up coastal properties. They, they actually enjoy um, protecting people and saving them money over mass fair plan. Um, but I would sh- sure recommend flood insurance as well. And folks can call you or come by and find out more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the number, again, is 508-998-8858, and we'll be happy to help you with that. Uh, 
there's another statistic here that I have for you. There's only 17% of homeowners in the eight counties most directly affected by Harvey have flood insurance. So even a lesser number than Houston itself have flood insurance. So again, we talked about the 2.3 million residents of Houston, uh, the city itself. But when you're talking about all the communities and counties outside of that, I mean, it's just going to be, we haven't even begun to see the effects of what this is going to bring for years to come. And I heard that we don't have enough carpenters in all of America to help rebuild once that Right. Starts happening. Which isn't going to happen for a while, I would imagine. Exactly, Um, Michael. It it says here that the median uh, house cost down there, or price, or um, a fee is $138,000. I can't imagine that, you know, too many people have $138,000 in money lying around just to rebuild a house. So if you don't have flood insurance, these people are in real trouble. Right. Yeah, and, you know, another thing, too, there was a refinery shut down on Wednesday uh, this past week. Uh, I'm sure that we'll see even more of that. So that could, you know, have a problem and an issue with us all across the country for gas prices. For sure. So there's lots to think about. And the more you can give up here to help people down there, the more it will help uh, everyone in the long run. And the other issue is alligators. I heard recently that there's an alligator farm with 350 alligators in there. And if the floodwaters get much higher, they're all going to get out. So there are going to be alligators. Not, not a to nice, make light of this situation. Not but. a very nice sight, huh? No, oh, no. my God. I did see one on a newscast, uh, you know, swimming around in the waters. I said, yeah. oh, my God, between that and snakes yeah. and all the wildlife. Oh, and sharks. It's a mess. And sharks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. but and, and definitely, like Mike said, not to make fun of it or make, make light of it. But yeah. uh, if, if anybody out there has seen that really terrible movie that was so bad that everybody – you know, enjoyed it because it was so bad. Sharknado, where there were sharks swimming through the flooded waters and coming into tornadoes and yeah. dropping on people. So now we've got alligators. Jeez. Alligator NATO. Yeah. <laughs> so Pearl S. Buck said the test of a civilization is in the way that it cares for its helpless members. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. So be we good citizens. Yes. There's been a lot of divisiveness in this country lately, and I know I saw some pictures um, from the hurricane area with, you know, people helping people, you know, of all different color skin and nationalities, and they're all just uh, sort of banding together down there, which is really amazing. That shows you how good people can be. It is the most inspiring part of any catastrophe when you see that human element come together. It, It really does. It touches the heart. Absolutely. All right, so the last quote from me, I do not want to be like my father, uh, but this is the last quote I will give, I promise. If you haven't got any charity in your heart, you have the worst kind of heart trouble. (laughs) Bob Hope. (laughs) Bob Hope, I love that. That's awesome. Good guy. Yeah. So, and another thing to tell you is that, I mean, this was already on Monday or Tuesday of last week, is that the entire Texas National Guard has been um, sent to the Houston area, as well as National Guard and military members from all around the country. Uh, they, these are some of the companies. Um, I don't necessarily support all of these, uh, but they're doing major things to support uh, Houston and the areas affected by Hurricane Harvey. Uh, so these are the major companies that are donating to Harvey Relief. Walmart, PepsiCo, Starbucks, Microsoft, Caterpillar, Home Depot, Western Union, Apple, Google, J.P. Morgan Chase, Target, 
UPS, and there's been many more added to the list just since we've done this research. So support those companies who are supporting the efforts down there. I'm sure these companies are hurting themselves, too. I mean, if they have locations in the Houston area, they're they're probably losing business right now. That's such a huge um, metropolitan population down there. You bet. So we will get into what we intended to be the topic of the show today, and we'll probably only have a few minutes to do the beginning of this, and we'll get into more of it after the break. And then we'll just close up with a little bit more about Hurricane Harvey and, again, reiterate how you can help. And, again, I say I, I urge you to do it a lot, but I, I can't tell you enough how much I urge you to help out, even Absolutely. if it's $5. Sure. So the topic of today's show is saving money and good money habits. One of the biggest things that you can do to stop, start saving money is stop procrastination and start doing something today. You can write down on a daily journal. It's so much easier to do this than to try to track it with debit cards and everything out there. There's so many ways to pay for things, PayPal and uh, Apple Pay and Android Pay and all these other things that you can pay for things. Every time you spend a cent out of your uh, pocket, out of your checking account, write it down in a little journal. It's the only way that you're going to really track what you're spending. I know most, you know, I don't do this, I admit it, but I use a debit card a lot. And I know even other people that use debit cards, they still track everything in a ledger. You know, they still um, keep track of what money they have in their account. I don't, I probably should do it. I don't understand it. I haven't grown up that way. But yeah, it's definitely a good idea to make sure you know where you're spending your money. I'm sure very, very few people do that. But it's so easy to go to, you know, Dunkin' Donuts and get a cup of coffee for $2 and not even think about it, and then you start doing that daily, and then it adds up. Yes. Um, actually, there was a comedian that said that <laughs> he thought it was funny that everywhere you go to use a debit card that you get a receipt for it. And he's, he'd said that he'd go to Dunkin' Donuts, and he'd get a 79-cent donut, and he'd get a receipt. He said, no, no, you don't understand. I just want the donut. I don't need a receipt. I'm not going to return <laughs> it. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I bet people's spending habits would change a lot if instead of using a debit card, they took out a certain amount of cash maybe each week. Absolutely. And they had just that, and that's all they could spend. And then when you have cash in your hand, you see it going so quickly, it's much more real than just taking out a plastic card and and using it. No, absolutely it is. And that's a a good tip, Mike, and and a good point. Think of your your savings and your spending of money as a bad habit and something that you need to change and work on. It's not going to happen overnight. You need to work on it. So you have to start somewhere, and it will end up becoming habit, and you'll be better off for it in the long run, just like starting any exercise program. If you're out of shape and you want to lose 10 pounds, you have to start somewhere, and it's hard at first, but then it becomes habit. We always we deal with procrastination in the law firm side of things, too. Um, but the reason we deal with it is because people don't want to think about death and taxes and nursing homes, which is what we do in estate planning. But, I mean, procrastination on saving money, that doesn't seem to make much sense, right? People should right. want to save money, so why put that off? Well, people should want to you know, lose weight and be healthy and yeah, live a longer life also. But That's true. It's just so easy <clears throat> to fall into easy patterns. By the way, how do folks get a hold of you, Mike? Well, you can reach us at lancelawinc.com if you want to go on the website. We have a phone number, obviously, 508-998-8800. We have a lancelf at aol.com email address if you want to email us. So there are plenty of ways to get in touch. And uh, if somebody lost their estate, 
Have you ever come across that? Lost their estate plan? Yeah. No, just their whole estate, like their their home and everything was lost forever. Well, I mean, we do estate planning to try and, and make sure that estates pass on to, you know, future generations. If someone doesn't have anything to pass on, I guess they wouldn't need our services. What are they going to do in Texas with all of these losses? I mean, all of these homes that we're going to go to the kids and right. whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You know? And what happens with the mortgages on these Ooh. on these homes? Are these mortgage companies out of luck? Yeah. I mean, the, the uh, federal government obviously has to step in. I heard a crazy figure of $60 billion. If that be the case, this is going yeah. to be the worst disaster in all of American it history. Is. Yeah, it is. I, I, and I think it's, it's heading that way, unfortunately. So, uh, again, have a plan in place. And as Mike said, it, it really only costs about $500 a year for flood insurance unless you're right on the coast. And then it's going to cost you, you know, three or four times as much. That's a year, and if something like this were to happen, you would be one of the, I say, lucky few. I mean, anybody who loses their entire house and all their belongings is very unlucky, but you would be one of the lucky few, one of the lucky 20% of people who could rebuild and regather uh, everything that was in that home instead of having a total loss and having nowhere to go. I think we ought to regather right after a break. Sure, absolutely. We'll take a break and we'll come right back, talk a little bit more about money saving and Hurricane Harvey. Welcome back to Money Wise. This is Pete Lance alongside Michael Coleman. And, of course, uh, we are here with Phil Paleologus, the golden voice in the Oracle every week. <laughs> My father, Ray Lance, is not here this week, but we're trying our best to fill in for uh, his large shoes, as I said earlier. We talked at the first half of the show about, uh, we talked most of the first half of the show about Hurricane Harvey and uh, all the terrible things that have happened down there and how you can help, every single one of you listening right now, how you can help. And your collective, uh, you know, charitable donation of $5 even can really make a difference. Very much. And then we got into a little bit about what our main topic of today was supposed to be, which is saving money and good money habits. So we'll get a little bit more into that now, and we'll close out the show talking again about how you can donate to the Hurricane Harvey relief uh, efforts. So we talked about how you need to change your habits when it comes to anything, whether it's looking to lose weight and get into shape or whether it's looking to have more money in your bank account and have a reserve and actually be able to uh, have some emergency funds and start saving for your retirement. One of the most important things that we talk about, I'd say every other show at least, is having a budget. Write things down, track what you're spending, track what you're taking in, and we have budget forms at our office. We'll be happy to mail one to you. You can always stop by our office. I'll give you the address again. It's uh, 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. We have the American flag and Marine Corps flag flying out front so you can spot us very easily. Or you can call us at 508 998-8858. And Mike, if you want to give out the law firm um, phone number and, and email address again. Sure. Our number is 508-998-8800. And the email is lancelf at aol.com. I hear your, your father talk about budgets all the time, and it's such an important thing to do. I know it's one of the first things that he wants his clients to do when they come in so that they can get a handle on where all the money is. And I'm, I'm sure people would be amazed if you add up all the little 
expenses that you have, you know, in any given week and month, a $2 a day coffee, you know, that adds up to $10 a week, $40 a month. I mean, it, it can add up. So it's important to keep track of all that. Absolutely. And again, we have those in our office and they're very detailed. It's uh, two pages of uh, every single thing that you could possibly think of that you might be paying out every month along with spaces that are blank for you to fill in just in case we've missed something that you might be spending on a monthly basis. Um, So we have those and we're happy to give those to you. We have all kinds of other resources. We have cubbies and cubbies and cubbies of um, uh, materials that are informative for Anything that you can think of uh, with regards to your finances and your financial goals, and the law firm has the same on their end as well. So give us a call, stop in, and uh, we'll be happy to help you. And those are free, right? There's no charge for any of that. Nope, there's never any charge. We give those out. Uh, the only time that there's ever a fee is if you um, come in and meet and sit down with attorney Mike Coleman or attorney Tenny Lance. Um, and actually, the reason that my uh, father is not here is because my poor mother fell down this past week and she broke her wrist in two places oh no so Mm -hmm. he's been taking care of her so she's going to still continue to be in the office and not let it get to her but it is her writing hand so any of you that are coming in for signings will be seeing mike for probably six to eight weeks (laughs) he'll be meeting with me i'll be doing them all it's okay can he heal well i had no idea and uh it was the day before she was supposed to be going to um a big masonic event out in cleveland with my father and he looks forward to doing that every year and i told her when she came back early she missed the event because she broke her wrist I gave her a big hug and I said, I tip my cap off to you because that is the most extreme thing to do just to miss a Masonic event. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how it happened, Pete? I didn't didn't hear yet. I know she fell down. She never wears heels, um, but she had like, you know, just one inch heels. So there there weren't anything crazy and her foot just stuck on something in in the sidewalk and she went just straight forward and... And landed right on her hand and yes. broke her wrist. Yeah, Something like that happened to my mother yep. um, a while back. She was in New York, and they were just walking along, you know, looking at the sights. She was looking up, and there was just a small crack on the street, uh, on the sidewalk. She fell down and broke her kneecap. Oh, my gosh. Right there in New York City, so it certainly can happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that pain. I broke my kneecap in half when I was eight years old. Yeah. I, I was on a chairlift, and I fell off of it. It was just barely going so i wasn't that high off the ground but i landed on an exposed rock and my my kneecap and we actually went out to dinner that night she was so tough that she endured it that that night and then didn't go to the hospital until the next morning so we are sending our love and get well prayers and best wishes to tenny that's right absolutely to your mom Mm -hmm. we wrote out a, a get well card my family and my oldest said do you think it would be all right if i wrote in it um, it really sucks that something so bad happened to such an amazing person. And I said, no, I think that that would be wonderful because that's exactly true and that's yeah. nice that you thought of it that that's way. Nice. You bet. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I really should go on, but I just have to say that I commend your mother's toughness. That is crazy that she didn't go with a broken kneecap. I know. She didn't know what it was. And we went to dinner, and she sat there for an hour and a half. And when she tried to get up, it was just that much worse, as you can imagine, getting stiffened up. When I was in my situation and broke my kneecap, I was just learning to ski. 
I still hold this over my parents' head to this day. <laughs> Just so you know, everybody uh, listening, I'm 41 years old now, so that's uh, <laughs> a 23 <long> years. <laughs> no, 33 years. Um, and... I was just learning to ski. I fell off this chairlift. I split my kneecap in half, and my parents thought that I was crying because I was having a hard time learning how to ski. <laughs> so they made me take my skis off and wait in the lodge for them the rest of the oh, day. Oh, man, that must have been ter- terrible. <laughs> the little boy who <laughs> cried wolf. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track now. Yeah. My father will be upset listening. <laughs> so another thing that we talk about outside of a budget is setting goals, and we... Uh, we talk about this, oh, I'd say every fourth show or so. Set goals, regardless of what it is. Set goals and try to check them off of your list. Set short-term goals, median goals, and long-term goals. Because if you just set long-term goals, you're going to get frustrated and you're going to feel like you never are going to get there. So if you have a long-term goal of losing 25 pounds, set a short-term goal of starting to go to the gym twice a week mm-hmm. for 15 minutes and right. losing two pounds right and then up it and so you got to set yourself goals and start with short term uh, but also write down your long term as well so you have things that you can check off and be proud of as you go along the yeah. way that's a great thing to say and I know that that's a good thing to say about about losing weight and going to the gym I know a lot of times at the beginning of the year or at some point people will make a resolution to you know go to the gym and what happens is that they'll go to the gym and then they'll work out so hard because they want to get results right away that they won't be able to go back to the gym again for weeks yeah. so you know take it slow take it one step at a time there's no reason to to rush it if you want long-term progress or you get burnt out on it and i've yeah, done exactly. that before certainly you go and you push yourself for three weeks and you, you get tired of doing it and you don't feel like doing it anymore and you're not really seeing the results when it's proven that the the weight doesn't start to drop off until you know after doing right. cardio and doing that kind of stuff for like four weeks yeah and i keep going back to weight loss because i've been trying to do that myself but it, <laughs> it, it pertains to your financial goals as well right um you know you've got to set these short-term goals and start seeing success with that before you really start seeing the long-term results so set goals and start doing it today stop procrastinating write them down right absolutely um, I have written goals on an Excel spreadsheet on my laptop, and I also have goals uh, in my wallet right here um, that I constantly update, and it feels good to cross off when I achieve those goals. One of the things that we talk about uh, is prioritizing your spending. It's so easy in today's society. Uh, you know, companies put their products in our faces every single day more so than ever before with smartphones and with Facebook and with uh, Amazon and with, I mean, everything. It's it's right there, and it's so easy to just press a button and buy something. Right. Um, try to think about, do I really need this, or can it wait? Um, do I really need the most expensive one, or will this cheaper one do? So really prioritize your spending and ask yourself whether it's something you really need or if it's a want. And if it's a want, put it on a goal list as something that you We'll do these other things first and feel proud of yourself for doing those and then reward yourself by getting that thing that you want that's not a need. That's right, like uh, a Bugatti after winning a uh, boxing match, a $3 million car. Is that a want or a need? Uh, and, and, and sipping champagne that's uh, from a $120,000 bottle. Jeez. Huh? We're in the wrong he, profession here. I wonder why he has tax problems. <laughs> Do you know that it's proven that uh, 
people who consider themselves wine connoisseurs can have 20 different little samples of wine in front of them and they'll pick out the $10 bottles <laughs> as much as they'll pick out the $500 bottles. Right, yeah. right. So. By the way, we were just re- referencing the Mayweather yeah. uh, fight uh, yeah. back a, a week or so yeah, ago. Yeah. Did you, any of you see it? I did not see it, nope. I didn't. I, I didn't either, but uh, very close friends of ours saw it. $100. Yeah, $100 yeah. for pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. At least that hasn't gone up. It's been $100 since the 80s yeah. pay-per-view. <laughs> Has it? <laughs> what they they made million, $30 million for McGregor, $100 million for Mayweather, and more than that from PayPal, I mean from uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. So they're doing okay. Yep. And it was all just a big show. So hopefully you didn't watch it by yourself and spend $100. You should have watched it somewhere else and shipped in $10 each. So that would have saved you money. That's right. But, no, I've, I've never been a boxing fan other than, you know, a little bit of Mike Tyson. You know, that was sort of fascinating in the late 80s. But never really been in a UFC boxer kind of fan. Right. Speaking of spending, is $100 on a, on a fight like that worth it? Right. I don't think so. But A lot of those fights don't end up living up to the hype. So. Yeah. Um, so another tip that we can give you is ignore the Joneses. Again, another thing with society nowadays is everybody, and my wife and I are somewhat guilty of this as well. I think most people are, especially with social media. People are posting things on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Oh, you know, going out on um, our, uh, going for a ride in our new car, going up to, you know, uh, New Hampshire and, and, visiting this place and that place we're on a disney cruise where mm. um you know eating dinner in our brand new kitchen for the first time so people see this and again it's bombarded it's right in front of our faces and we think that we need that so again really think about what your needs are versus your wants are my own children they're now 11 and 14 they have a lot of wants that they think are needs mm-hmm. um and it's just not the case so Really think about that and put that into um, into perspective. Yeah, it's not realistic to try and keep up with, especially when you what you see on social media. So so much of that is just not real. I mean, Correct. people's lives are not what they what they put on social media every other day or every week. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's important. And and here's another tip that if you see something that you want and it's not a need. Again, sleep on it, think about it, and in the meantime, take the amount of money that that item uh, costs. So say you want a new pair of shoes for $50 and put it into your savings account. And after a couple of days, if you, if you still really think that you need that, that you need it, need it, need it, then if you have enough money and you've paid all of your other bills, you're not behind in credit cards, then you know think about going out and treating yourself. But only do it as a reward for yourself if you've done good leading up to that. And if you decide after a couple of days, it really was just a spur of the moment need, a spur of the moment want, and I don't really need it, then keep it in your savings account. We've talked about this before about paying yourself first. We've talked about five or ten dollars a week being put into a savings account and then figuring out how to make sure that you can pay for your bills because if you do it in reverse order, you're always going to say you don't have enough and you can't start savings, you can't keep up with the regular savings. That's a good point. Five or ten dollars a week—it doesn't sound like a lot, but over time, even that small amount will compound. And if interest rates get any better, you know, even just a small amount of money, whatever you can do every week from your paycheck, just put it in there, and you'll be surprised over time that builds up. And if you're just joining us, or if you're new to the show, you know, we get new listeners all the time. 
You're tuned in to Money Wise. This is a Sunday morning tradition, Money Wise. And, and if you're a new listener and you are not um, hearing my father, Ray, for the first time, I apologize that um, you didn't get more quotes from him and that you're missing out. So he'll be back next week. So some other tips that we can give you is protect your family. Estate planning, wills, I can't tell you. I am not an attorney, but because my uh, family uh, were, were, my father was an attorney, he retired from practicing so he could fo focus on financial services. My mother's an attorney. My sister is an attorney. And because of that, I get people asking me questions all the time, and I tell them I'm not an attorney, um, so I can't really help you. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm sure Mike would be happy to help you out, and my mother would be happy to help you out. I can't give you legal advice, but these right. people come up all the time, I'd say a half a dozen times a year at least. My um, mother doesn't have life insurance and she's passing away soon. Um, can we get life insurance so we can pay for her funeral? Um, my father really wanted me to have this, but now he's gone and he didn't have a will um, and didn't specify his wishes to me. Mm -hmm. So plan and protect your money. It's going to save your family money by doing so what advice yeah. do you give uh people everyday people who do come across that dilemma that you know a loved one is getting older or is dying and yeah. uh, they don't have insurance well it depends on if they're healthy if they could even get insurance at that point right i would think if they're sick and they're going to die soon they probably wouldn't be able to get life insurance um, but a lot of what we do is to save money. So estate planning, uh, there are a few different things that we do there. There's an estate tax here in Massachusetts, so we can help manage or even eliminate the estate tax, uh, passing on thousands and maybe even hundreds of thousand dollars to the next generation that wouldn't have otherwise gone to them. So we can do that. We can help with potential capital gains. Uh, tax expenses. We can help with uh, saving money from a nursing home. So we do all these things when we're talking about saving money. Uh, it's relevant to estate planning too. Yeah, and a lot of people think that you know estate plan is expensive, um, but when you compare that versus the savings mm. that you get by spelling out exactly where you want everything to go, protecting money from the nursing home, protecting money from you know the IRS possibly, and also avoiding the expense and the time of probate. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. Yeah, and to make sure that you pass on things to the next generation exactly the way you want to. So you can, you know, pass on money to kids. If there's a special needs situation, you can make sure that it doesn't interfere with their government benefits. If you have someone with addiction problems and you want to make sure that money is held in trust, for instance, you can do that. So there are so many things that you can do with an estate plan to not just save money, to add value to your inheritance. Um, another money-saving tip, and we haven't even gone through uh, a tiny bit of this because of talking so much about Hurricane Harvey, uh, shop for your homeowners and your car insurance and your business insurance each and every year. Uh, if you're not satisfied with your current agent, um, or even if you are, ask them to do a proper new quote each and every year because almost every single insurance goes up automatically every single year. Uh, and that can be changed if you reach out to your agent if you're happy with them or if you want to find a new agent and have them quote you. It should be done annually because it will go up annually almost automatically if not. Um, another thing that we've talked about uh, with an entire show was credit card debt. 
you really do not have a great financial goal if you have an enormous amount of credit card debt, especially with the high interest credit cards. So if you want to start saving money and have a better financial future, start paying off the highest interest rate credit cards first, uh, and then don't use them again. Uh, try to pay with funds that you have available to you and not putting things on credit. Yeah, I, I, have a, the habit. I have a few credit cards with very low balances, but it's good to have them just because it will increase your credit. The, yes. you know, the more credit you have against debt is good to increase your credit score. So it's good to have them, but just don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, another thing that you can think about if you are uh, older and your children have left the house is to downsize or even possibly even move to an apartment uh, or a condominium. Uh, just be cautious of condominium fees and you know association fees. Um, we'll be happy to talk to you about that as well. We've we've actually helped people decide whether they should or should should not move into a condo. But if you if it's just the two of you or just the one of you and and you are living in a large place carrying high overhead, you know consider downsizing. That'll be a big money saver for you. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we do real estate um, transactions as well. So we help uh, clients sell property, buy property, so we can do that. A lot of times what will happen when we're doing estate planning is uh, parents will pass away, there will be a house, and then the kids will want to sell it. So we can help out with that too if anyone out there needs needs assistance with that. That's good advice. A couple of other things, and uh, this is a big one, and there's some programs out there that could really help you um, switch all of your light bulbs to LED. We did something similar maybe five years ago. You can call your uh, Eversource and have them do an energy audit. They'll come in for free and switch out all of your light bulbs to energy-efficient light bulbs um, and tell you what else you can do to save money and give you a whole plan. Uh, that's a big one. When we did it, they switched out everything to fluorescent bulbs. They were not out with the LEDs yet, and we did not like the fluorescent bulbs. We ended up taking them out even though they were money savings. But with LED bulbs, they're they're just like regular bulbs now, and the energy savings is unbelievably significant. And they last for a long time, don't they? Oh, Those light bet. bulbs last forever. Yeah, like so. 10 years. Yeah. So. <laughs> so get yourself an energy audit with your um, with your utility company if they offer that, which they should. Yeah. Um, Another thing is negotiate things with your uh, cell phone provider, your phone provider, your cable provider. Uh, You know, costs are just outlandish nowadays. Uh, We pay a fortune for our internet and our cable, and every once in a while we'll be tired of it and we'll threaten to uh, leave them and go somewhere else, and they'll say, well, let me uh, put you on with one of our retention specialists and see what we can do for you. And they'll figure out a way to possibly put you into a different package or just simply reducing your monthly bill. And that's that's very common. So think about doing that. Yeah, I know. I think someone in our office recently had a situation where she was trying to figure out why her cell phone bill was so high or her phone bill was so high. And I think she was being charged for extra lines. Oh. So you want to make sure that you yeah. know exactly what you're being charged for with the cell phones, with yes. the internet and all that. It's definitely a good idea to check. Uh, if you are listening and you are a senior, take advantage of senior discounts. There's lots of them. Uh, IHOP, Kohl's, Applebee's, Burger King, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, certain Dunkin' Donuts locations. So think about taking advantage of your senior discounts. I'm jealous, actually, of this. Uh, 20% off at IHOP if you're 55 or older. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, 15% off Kohl's for 60 or older. So, yeah, take advantage of those. those Come are... with me, all right? Okay. <laughs> we'll all go together. <laughs> but the bottom line with all of this is change your bad habits. It's what 
all of us have, we all have bad habits, whether it's physical, whether it's financial, and you can do something about it, but you have to make... You have to want the have to make the effort to want to change. So start with your budget. Start with writing down goals, and just start to make slow changes that will end up making a big difference. Um, you know, I used to say, "Fake it till you make it." So just start with small changes, and once you start seeing the progress that you're making, it'll inspire you to work more and more at whatever goals they may be—financial, physical, or otherwise. That's right. I'm going to close out the show just mentioning again about Hurricane Harvey. Uh, We went over the numbers, and they're devastating, and they're really only, unfortunately, going to grow. It's only been a week, and it's just going to get the the numbers and and the true outcome of what has happened down in uh, Texas especially is only going to continue to surprise and shock us. So everything that you can do to help, please help. Please open up your wallet, open up your um, your pocketbook, and help out any way that you can. Uh, donate, and we talked about the three places that you can donate to that we recommend. That is the Salvation Army, uh, the Red Cross, and the, uh, I can't find it in front of me, but is the... Da, 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 the Hurricane Relief. Hurricane, Hurricane Relief. relief. Yeah. Right. You, what was it? Uh, United it's Way? A, yes. United Way yeah. mm-hmm. of United, Greater Houston. And, yeah. United Way of Greater Houston, and again... Yeah. If you donate to any of those three, you know where your money's going, and uh, I feel comfortable recommending any of those three. Please help out. And again, if you prefer, you can stop by our office and give us 5 or $10, whatever you can spare, and we'll make sure that it gets off to one of those three organizations. And the office is located? 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And the phone number? 508 998 8858 for USA Wealth Group. Yeah, if you want to contact the law firm Lance Law, it's 508-998-8800. Wow, what a great job. I mean it. Fabulous job. (laughs) We didn't talk about what we wanted to the entire show, but um, we will be happy to share with you our money-saving tips that we have printed out along with everything else that we have in the office. That's right. And like you said, you have plenty of brochures and free pamphlets and everything, so we can give those out. If you want to, as we said before, ask questions, feel free to give. Give us a call. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening, everyone.